Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, a podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, have not only never had to redo the intro, but I have never had to apologize for it, nor will I ever. This is a show where I bring on a guest to talk about a video game that is special to them, and we dive into uh, why that is. Already off to a rip-roaring start compared to the first. You can see me remembering how perfect it was. Um, uh, it, we talk, we bring on a guest and talk to them about a video game from their past. We talk not only about what made playing the game special, fun, and memorable, but also we dive into what was interesting around what was going on with the guest when they played it and what was special about that context. Um, I've got some housekeeping for you up top. We are on the social medias. Highly recommend you give us a follow there. I make a sweet graphic. I make a sweet tweet. Uh, we are at on. We are at on. We are on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod. We are on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game with the one Y. So that's B Y O U R. Um, if you are interested in supporting the show, which <laughs> I'm guessing you are, listener, um, you can rate and review us on the Apple Podcast Store. That goes a long way for us. It helps our visibility. Um, yeah, so if you uh, are a listener to this show, do us a favor. Pause the show. Go to the page, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Let us know maybe your favorite episode, maybe one of your favorite moments for the sh from the show, or just even how charming this particular guest is because, oh boy, you're going to be just overwhelmed by charm. Um, and then uh, you can share the show with a friend, whether they love the game we're discussing today, video games in general, or think they just might enjoy the sound of my voice. And then lastly, um, we do have a Patreon. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. We are, of course, a part of the super NPC radio uh, podcast network, um, which is run by um, the three amiibos, myself, Jeremy Schmidt, 
and July Diaz. Uh, and if you like me, you like my opinion on games, you like the way the way my brain works, I think you're going to like what we have going on there. You've probably heard an ad for it already, um, but I would also say, especially if you are a Legend of Zelda fan, we've got, uh, we're doing a big Zelda games club this year. And um, let's just say you're going to want to be on that DJ Toad tier, my friends. Um, that's it for the housekeeping. And, you know, after a bumpy start, I got to say, I freaking righted the ship. Um, but I couldn't have done it without the support of my co-captain today. Um, so please welcome Kamehameha King, blonde baddie, and host of Reactivators, Father Tyler Schnupp. Welcome to the show. Hi, bud. Thank you for having me. That was uh, uh, an amazing intro. Thank you very much. Um, of course, the guest probably already understands that I totally biffed it on the first one and looked over at GarageBand, and lo and behold, I'm a, I'm at, I'm flatlining over there. That's no good. You were on fire. It was wild. It was nuts. It was like, uh, it's like when you, when an athlete's just not thinking about it and they're just going through the motions and just, you know, like I, I don't know, maybe you've, I don't know if you were ever an athlete. I know you are a musician. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever had a moment, whether it's in, uh, music or maybe even an improv where, you are distracted by something else, like not feeling good or maybe something going on in your life. And for whatever reason, you are just like on that night because you're not, you're out of your head almost. Have you ever had an experience like that? Oh yeah. 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 Lots of times, especially when I used to do stand up sometimes. Oh wow. Um, when, um, back in Seattle, I, there were a couple times I remember having a particularly, you know, awful like sort of day yeah. happening and then just like, murdering a room yes i love it um i'm sure there are other things that could go into play but i definitely have had moments where yeah you're just you're not thinking about it as much i mean you have you taken this sort of goes back to something shout out to mr uh, jake jabor of we improv did you mm -hmm. read the inner game of tennis or listen to the audiobook I did not. It has been brought up even again <laughs> lately and i'm still like no i haven't read that book Hey, you know, you don't have to. What I will say is that I feel like one of the things that that author does well of um, sort of pinpointing is how, I mean, we've already laid it out. When you're out of your head and you're not worried about making mistakes and you're just doing what you know you're capable of, mm -hmm. you can excel and it's pretty great. So, um yeah, so thanks for letting me take you down that road. Thank you so much. <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, it's so good to have you. Um, you are, uh, we've gotten to, it's funny, we were, I would say, solid acquaintances before the pandemic. Absolutely. We would, you were someone I really enjoyed seeing. I remember some, seeing you just crush it on the clubhouse stage. You, we played a bunch of the same shows. We got yeah. to hang out at Birds occasionally. Um, but we've become better friends over yeah. the pandemic. And I'll say, say my so. friend, it was worth it. Damn right it was. I agree. <laughs> Just for uh, this alone. Yeah. It's been wild to like there's like uh to I've become better friends with lots of folks through yeah. the pandemic, especially like, you know, through like comedy wise totally. uh, and stuff like people who are comedians who I admired such as yourself my friend you're oh, very, you. very funny uh, very supportive boy um uh but yeah it's been very strange yeah, yeah just like a lot a lot of folks that I I I did not expect to become you know a little bit closer with so totally it's it 
I've had the, a very similar experience. It's it's really interesting, and and we've gotten to not only have you uh, been kind enough to have me on your show, but mm-hmm. we've gotten to play games a handful of times together. So it was just a matter of time, my right. friend, before you yeah, were here. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad to have you here. I, I know I've talked about you a little up front already, but what would you like to share about yourself, um, Mr. Schnupp? And what, yeah, basically, what do you want the listener to know about you? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I do the, you know, the I do the the video game podcast with uh my boy Nick Costanz over there. We do reactivators. Such a um, great show. Thank you so much. Um it's been fun. Uh we we just hit 6 months, which is pretty nice. Whoa. Um so what, that was that fast. 20? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's like 25 eps so far, Damn. so like that we've at least recorded. I don't know how many are out. But that's been fun. That's been like a really good quarantine project for us. I love it. You know, for me, you know, I should speak for myself. I don't know about Nick, but <laughs> he's um, having a terrible time with it. He's he's so pissed. <laughs> um, it, but that's been nice. Yeah, and it's like it keeps me a little more. It just keeps me active in you know being creative, which I did not think I would happen. You know, yeah, especially at the mean. beginning. So. Oh gosh, um, I don't. I honestly can't remember, and I don't think when I had Nick on that you guys were doing your show quite yet. So would you actually share what your show is for the for the listeners? Absolutely. Yeah. So we um, the the premises we have, you know, we have a guest on. Uh, they bring on a game that they like. Um, and we have a a, uh, a device with big quotes next Whoa. to it. Um, called the reactivator uh, that allows us to travel into any video game. And it might sound like we're doing improv at the very end, but oh. uh, but it's not. We're actually inside the video game and it's a uh, scientific uh, breakthrough. That's absolutely incredible uh, that you – now I know – I mean it makes sense why – you chose to start a podcast when you found this amazing device and not do anything else with it. That's amazing. Right. Um, yeah. And it is really fun. I was, you know, lucky to be on your show. It's so great. So listeners, please um, check it out. I'll also, like I always do anything else you plug, if you end up plugging socials or whatnot later, um, I'll put that in the show notes so sure. people can just click away. And I got to say, I'm really glad that I you got to tell the listener about the show and not Nick. I think he would have screwed it up. <laughs> Right. He often refers to it as his show and his show only. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> which I rib him for uh, pretty pretty often. And well deserved, though. Well deserved. Well yeah, deserved. The, the Funko the Funko stanza man. You know, right. he will do as he does. You can't really uh, control that guy. He's so upset that that he got the nickname Nick Funko stanza recently. He I guess it, take it was it. like. Worth it because Nick Weiger came on the show and it was uh, such an awesome episode and I'm sure got a lot of eyes on it. Worth it for him to take, you know, get knocked down a peg, I think. Yes. Especially yeah. for you. Right. Yes. Because he has given me the nickname Baby Tyler with uh, against my will. Yes. Um, that I've just sort of accepted uh, because the more I fight, the uh, you know, the, the more it sticks, I oh, suppose. Oh, of course. Uh, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't sort That's of right. thing it feels like. Um that's fantastic. Uh, definitely check out the show, everybody. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to share about yourself? I mean, you're you're a fantastic, super funny improviser. You are a musician. You're formerly a pizza cook. But yes, is anything true. else you want to cover right now? You know, I don't know. Um, uh, 
back on the Aaron Smith episode, I was shouted out. Um, yes. Because we were, uh, we were, we're close friends. We've known each other a long time, but I was, I, it was, did they say I was at their wedding on it? I think they may have. I think they may have. Um, but it was, it was just, it, it was nice to get a show because of course we all love Aaron Smith. Lo- Aaron Smith is. How could you not? One of the funniest people I've ever met. Tr- truly so. though, that is not an understatement. It, mm-hmm. Absolutely hilarious. And her episode was very fun. This bizarre game. She- <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. Twinson's Odyssey slash Little Big Adventure Two. Yeah, we we had a cool thing happened that episode where months later, um, again a reason for you to check out the social media uh, listeners. We had I want to say like two or three months later, somebody, some dude from Portugal, commented on the game and, or on the on the Instagram and was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know that anyone knew about this game. I did a search on Instagram and found this episode and it was so cool and it was so cool to hear Aaron talk about it. Like mm-hmm. I'm from Portugal, blah blah blah." Um so it was just like a cool thing where it's like, "Oh, you never know who your show could reach and for that crazy niche game to be <laughs> yeah. one of the few times we've had a listener be like, "Oh, or like, you know, an outsider." Sure. Um, reach out to us was uh, was really special. So hey, I get a good feeling about this one too. We're gonna get some uh, nice Portuguese man to say hi to you. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, that would be great. I, uh, just someone shouting out Dragon Ball from Portugal would love that. <laughs> it would be great. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, you got to share all you wanted about yourself, correct? I think that's you know, okay. it's 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 just me. It's uh, you know, I, I do the podcast, I do comedy stuff. I know funny people. This is true. This is all true. Well, well, thank you, Tyler. Um, would you also, before we get into your history with games, uh, tell us the game? Uh, introduce the one we'll be talking about a little later. Yes, it is Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the for the PS2, um. Oh boy, is it going to mm-hmm. be fun. Um, so we're going to dive into that in the main event, but let's get into it, my friend. Let's talk about your history with video games. Uh, I'd like to start at the beginning. Um, so I do want to know when you first became interested in games uh, for yourself. Yeah. Hi. You know, it, it's I uh, was thinking, I've been thinking about this the past couple days. Both my parents vary into video games. Um, oh, uh, so I got, I feel like I got started pretty early. Um, nice. so my dad's house, I would describe always like the Nintendo and Xbox house. Okay. And my mom's was like the PlayStation and like portable house. You oh, know? wow. Each pretty, pretty strong houses going there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I think I start. I definitely started off with like uh, definitely a Game Boy. I'll say a Game Boy. Nice. Um, had my uh, uh, had Mega Man and Donkey Kong. Oh, so there. like OG Game Boy. Yes, like big Very fat cool. yellow one. Yeah. Oh, miss that. I had one too, and it's it's unfortunately long gone. But those are pretty cool. Yeah, same here. I w- it was, but I think I got rid of it because it was so dirty. It was like those <laughs> things got so gross. Yes. Um, just like child hands all over them oh. for years <laughs> um but uh th- that was definitely that um my i know my dad always had sort of like a um he had a he had a sega uh genesis for sure 
for a long time. So we would rent games for that a lot. So when I'd go over to his house, I'd be playing Sega. When I'd be at my mom's house, I'd be playing Game Boy. Mm. Um, Game Boy, you know, even though it's a portable system, it stayed at mom's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she, she was very strict about that. She goes, "Well, you have your things at your dad's, you know, because they were not on good terms." But <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he's got another thing. Why don't you keep that here? Huh? <laughs> like, mom, um, stop. <laughs> yeah, and that was actually an awful thing when I first got Pokemon because, of course, um, because that when that came out. My mom wouldn't get it for me, but my dad would, you know? So it was like I'd go to my dad's on the weekends, and he got me the blue version, and I had to just stare at the box for three days. I, like, couldn't play it right away. Because your Game Boy was at your mom's. And my mom's, yeah. Well, I am am sorry to hear that, but as a kid who stared at the box and the manual a lot growing up, pretty beautiful looking box and manual, but it still doesn't take away from that. I mean, not being able to play it all weekend, dang. After it was like just the 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 height of the hype, you know, like just like right when it came wow. out. I think I'd mentioned to you when you did our show, yes, because you did Pokemon Yellow, yeah. Um, that I had first heard about Pokemon through a VHS, yes, that I got in the mail. Right. Um, that you can look up. It's on YouTube. Um, is that the one with Ash's aunt? Ash's aunt Hillary. Incredible. Yeah. Where she mispronounced, where she's like, my, my, my nephew, Ash, you know, he wants to be a Pokemon trainer. And then later, later in the VHS, she starts saying Pokemon, right? Like oh. she says Pokemon, but it's like, why not go back and redo those scenes? They yeah. just like kept them going. Do you like, like did they correct her after the f- first take, but lose the other takes maybe? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So wild. Um, but yeah, very funny, very worth it to check that stuff out. So, but it, it introduces like the anime, the card game and, you know, and the, uh, the Game Boy game, you know, coming out. But, um, wow. So it's it a was real really, like. Uh, opening the trench coat and showing you all the shit you can get addicted yeah. to. Is that what exactly. happens when people open up their trench coats and sell you stuff? Probably uh, not. You know, in this country, yes. <laughs> of course. Um, but just showing you the the array of the different arms of that just monster. Yeah. Um, incredible. Um, so, sorry, to, I, I cut you off, though. Oh, it's okay. Um, but I, w- I was remembering today, even, I had a, um, a cousin... Uh, who sadly passed away re- a couple couple years ago. He's oh, my sorry. age. Big shout out to uh, my cousin Christian because he um, he would come, you know, to the states for uh, summers, and um, he would bring all of his video. Like he would bring all of his um, uh, like Game Boy games and stuff. Where is he? Where was he from? Uh, London, England. Oh, really? <laughs> that's I'm right. so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, um, don't be. That is, that's, re- that's really fun. Though. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So he'd bring, he, like, and his mom was a, like, flight attendant. Okay. So he had he had a Game Boy, like, you know, he'd had it for a while. Yeah, but but he, he could only play it on the plane. That was the right. rule for Christian. <laughs> right, yeah. No, <laughs> apparently his mom, much cooler than mine. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> if she listens to this, she's going to be pissed. I have a story about my Sorry, mom. mom. Would be nice. Um, my mom, very into video games now. I got my mom back into video games recently. What an accomplishment. Yes. Because she, um, 
she got my little brother. I have an 11 year old brother. Yes. Uh, I was hoping young. this would come up. Yes. So, uh, he, he, uh, he got a, a switch for Christmas. Oh, my, my, my mom was like, I'm going to get him a switch. I was like, well, I'm going to buy him some switch game. I got him. So I got him animal crossing knowing that my mom would like it too. But my mom was like, oh, it'll just be for him because back in the day, not back in the day, it was like five years ago, she got me, they both got me back into Pokemon. Incre- That's right. You've told me this before because right. she had gotten him the game and so you got it so you could play with him, right? right. Uh, well, so she, yeah, she got him Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. And then she was like, oh, I accidentally picked up the other copy, you know, as like a, like, okay, like, no, you didn't. You yeah. like, this is clearly, she's like, maybe you could play with him. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, I'll try it out. Maybe I'll get some and send them to him. And then I, yeah, I got obsessed. And then I like, I completed the Pokedex. I was just like, wow. I got way back into it. So I did this sort of same thing with my mom recently. And I was, you know, uh, she was getting him a switch. I was like, I'm going to get him animal crossing you can play it too she's like well i won't and then like a couple weeks later she she's like calling me more than she's ever called me (laughs) she's like oh hey you know like oh uh, did you call me earlier like no i didn't she goes oh weird i thought are you allowed to sell bugs on other people's islands you know stuff like so she'll like just call to ask me questions incredible and they both got really obsessed with it. And now they're, she bought her own Switch Lite. I was her going own to ask. Yeah. Wow, your mom is a Switch owner. Yeah, she loves it. Um, That's incredible. Also, you two, your, you doing that and getting her hooked was like this, the most kind revenge you could ever do. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get her into video games <laughs> and, and exactly and this because this is what made me think of that is that when we got the playstation the first playstation it was after the recommendation of my cousin from england because he's like we have it you know we have it in england it's the best it's got so many cool things on it and as like a present you know it was like one of it was must have been me or my little brother's birthday or something around that time they're like here's a playstation for the house while your cousin's in town and gotcha. it's somebody's birthday and that was the best it was so cool and then so good got like you know spyro and that is the game that my mom beat she beat Whoa. it all the way through and rubbed it in my face for <laughs> for like so long <gasps> For like, your mom's kind of funny. Yeah, yes, (laughs) like brutal but kind of funny. Yeah, and she like she would rub it in my face, like up and so even recently, I was like, oh yeah, Spyro's on, uh, (laughs) you know, Spyro's on sale. She's oh, uh, it is, you know, sort of thing. Uh Like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. It's like, well, it's only twenty bucks. Maybe you could get it. I beat it, you know. So now I eat whatever. Wow, um, it's come full circle. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, So. I know that you were, I mean, you said you had like a GameCube and Xbox, so you're clearly playing through like, and I know we're pretty much the same age. Um, so you were playing at least through that point. Did you continue to play games like through high school? Did you take any big breaks in your life? I did take, I did take a big break. Um, I think, yeah, like I took a brief break after high school Mm -hmm. we'll say after high school um 
because I was struggling to find like places to live and yeah. stuff. Um, and then I picked it back up um, when I was like 19, 19. Okay. So very small break there. But then I had a couple, I had like two years in my 20s where I was like, no video games at all. This is distracting me too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very brief breaks, I guess. Two, two, two years is the longest. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. When during that, I I would love to know about that time, like a little after that, like when you're getting maybe back into it after your two year break. Do you remember anything from that time, like what games that you that sort of got you back or what you're enjoying? Uh, you know what? I think the 3ds got me back. Um, nice. So I was doing a lot of stand up in Seattle at the time. I lived there for like ten years. That's wow. where I started comedy. Um, I probably should have said that when you asked uh, me to share about myself. You're also, Um, you know, a famously uh, big Del Taco frequenter in in that area. Same one as uh, Funko Stanza, correct? As Mr. Funko Stanza. Yes, it's true. The one in Federal Way. What's that? Oh, yeah. I think you just said it. Where was it? In Federal Way. Federal Way. So, yeah. That's like you, for context, if you're heading south from seattle like on the way to like portland or tacoma it's like in between there okay gotcha so interesting um yes where were we you were sharing about getting into doing a lot of stand-up there and being into 3ds that's right so i i was doing a lot of stand-up and like working at just bad food jobs you know (laughs) um but like really hitting it hard and I ended up getting a job at a bar, uh, like a super dive bar in Seattle. Amazing. Called The Water Wheel, um, <laughs> uh, where it was like karaoke bar by night, like f- like crusty fisherman types during the day. Kind Incredible. Of um, uh, <laughs> maybe one of the best jobs. No, it wasn't that great. <laughs> it's <was> fine. <laughs> I worked there for a while. Um, this is a good, yeah, they're, they're good folks over there. Um but I had so much downtime because it was a one-person kitchen that I worked in in the, mm. in the bar. Um, and I could hide in the back from, like, the regulars. It was – for, like, an eight-hour shift, it was only busy for two hours. Wow. Right? So I could sit in the back. I was like, I'm getting bored back here. I need something to keep me yes. occupied. So I was like, I'm making enough money. I can get a 3D, a new 3DS Ooh. now. Um and so I got that puppy and then and got obsessed again. It's <laughs> like buying every single 3DS game I could find, buying like, you know, old DS games. Um, I am I think I mentioned this. to you that that's where I beat uh, Spirit Tracks in like a week and a half or something. <laughs> yes. Holy crap. Did you end up playing um, – well, actually, one of my, my most recent – well, actually, Spirit Tracks is right here. Very um, cool. Uh, I'm going to pretend I did that for you. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, uh, I was wondering, have you ever played A Link Between Worlds? I think I, I think I started it for sure. Nice. I never finished it though. Highly recommend. I, I just finished um, A Link to the Past for our Zelda Games Club stream, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is a part of our Zelda Games Club here at Super <laughs> NPC Radio. Um, yes. And um, I've simultaneously been playing through a link between worlds on the 3ds and i'm i'm at the final dungeon and uh so i'm gonna finish that soon but i was just curious if if you had played um dang that's such a 
What'd you say? Sorry, I'm getting back into 3DS games, so I might, I might awesome. be doing that. Do you still Just have kidding. that one? Uh, which one? Um, a Link Between Worlds. No, I don't. I don't have okay. it at the moment. Um, if you can't find it for free or like cheap uh, for free, who am I, what am I talking about? <laughs> if you can't find it for like reasonable, just let me know and I'd love to let you borrow it. That'd be great. Thank you, bud. Making it happen on pod, folks. Yes. Um, Trading so, games. Uh, it uh, truly makes the world go around. Yeah. Um, so you're getting back into the 3DS. It's like in at full tilt. Yeah. Um, uh, where I'd sort of like to bridge the gap from there sure. to, to now. If you okay. could take us down that road. Like, did you, were you also, did that get you back into console gaming? Is that more of oh, a yeah. recent thing? Um, no, we immediately got back into like console gaming and stuff. So nice. like the, um, so I've, I've lived at that. Oh, how do I, st- where would I start with this? <laughs> Since I was, when I, from the ages of 19 to 27, I lived in houses like communal houses, like with a bunch of people, yes. like three punk houses and one that was essentially one, but it and, was full it of could, comedians. Could be like 15, 12 people. The max was 13. Okay, and that was gotcha. the first one I lived in. Wow. That happens. That'll come back later. Um, I like, I'm like writing out my whole, whatever. I love it. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah setting up my callbacks uh <laughs> they yeah so i i lived with a lot of people and i was living in a house um with a bunch of comedians at this point mm. that was like you know a flop house um <laughs> uh and they had you know we had uh, a ps3 in the house and Ooh. um must have been a 360 for a while because then then everybody started getting like the ps4 and then the um mm. the Xbox One and all okay. that. Um, but um, what you know, played start. Oh, uh, Bioshock Infinite was big oh, in the okay. house. I've beaten that like four times. I really like that game. Oh, nice. Um, pretty cool, huh? Uh, <laughs> um, it is to me, right? Yeah, uh, the, like GTA Five for sure. That was big okay, in the house. Nice. Um, then the Red Dead stuff. Uh, the first one. Nice. That was really big. Um, yeah, I beat. Oh God, I I beat z- the zombie version of that like three times in that house because it was wow. also like super. Ch- I was I paid two hundred dollars in rent to live in a like a re- refurbished closet. I'm doing quotes, <laughs> but like like there was a like the window didn't quite close all the way. Oh, it was like chemical stain burns on the carpet and (laughs) you know and i with like a mattress on top of some milk crates and stuff it looked pretty cool actually but oh nice um but where was i going with that sounds like i'm just bragging about this shitty room no it's fucking cool dude we get it you're a big shot (laughs) yeah i used to play my 3ds in there um (laughs) but as what was i where am i where was i going with this I think you were sharing your journey, like you were playing the console games. Um, mm-hmm. Were you? Did you live at that place for a while? Were you? Were you maybe at a transition point after that? Um, I was there for almost like four four years, four and oh, a half wow. years. So I was there for a long time. So a lot of people would come in and out. We we gained a lot of like consoles, like extra consoles and games. People would just leave. Whoa! So, so that house was just. 
packed full of games. So Dang. that's how I played like a bunch of old GameCube games. That's where I played like Wind Waker, like like seriously. I never got to finish it, but um, somebody that's left cool. Wind Waker at the place. Wow. And there was a Wii downstairs. And so we play that. GTA 5, maybe the the most fun we had playing in that house uh-huh. because we made the mini game out of the Skyfall cheat um, where we'd have a bunch of people over. A lot of drinking going on in this house. Oh, of course. Um, a lot of people over. You do the Skyfall cheat. So you fall out of the sky and you try and get you try and land in people's pools. That was the game. And people (laughs) would lose their minds just like, yeah, you know, just like (laughs) it was the most intense uh, game within a game. Yeah. I love those sort of uh, communal experiences. They could be so much. Sorry to yawn in the middle of that. It's okay. Story's exciting. Um, <laughs> those communal experiences can be so much fun. So that's really yeah. cool to hear. Um, but yeah, since then, I've just sort of tr- tried to keep up as much yeah. as I can. So and now you you have a Switch, as we've heard. You have a mm-hmm. PS4. Right. That is my roommate's, but I do play it. Hey, still counts. Shout mm-hmm. out to your roommate, Ryan. Ryan, there you go. He's going to be so happy that we shouted him out. Dude, this guy is going to love it. <laughs> and you didn't even ask for it. Right. Um, well, great. Well, um, that's fantastic. The last thing I'd love to hear from you is what have you been playing recently? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I mentioned that. So I've been trying to play. I've been collecting old Wii games again, just like ones that are sort of strange or I never got to play. Cool. Um, me and my friend Clay, shout out to Clay. Um, he, uh, he kept sending me these like YouTube videos of these weird Konami games. Okay. Um, that are like just, just very bizarre looking. There's like, so there's, there's Elibits, which maybe is the more common one. Okay. Um, and that's, you basically just shoot these little tiny monsters and you collect (laughs) them and then different things turn on. Um, like electronics and stuff. And it's basically oh, just little mazes, I suppose. Um, and then the other one is called Dewey's Adventure. <laughs> As in the, the character from Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> Absolutely not. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this thing is a, is a rain droplet and he, <laughs> he rolls that around on his butt, um, and he gets very hot or he, or he gets very ice cold and you're going around saving other raindrops <laughs> and then fighting very scary looking like demon things. Wow. Yeah. And the, the all the while you're using a Wemo and a nunchuck to do it, correct? Yes. Yeah. It's uh it's it's infuriating, but that's the um you know, but that's what I've been playing. Stuff like that. And a lot of Switch. A lot of Switch stuff. Nice. Um, and I'm trying to get through Last of Us 2. It's been a little too rough on me. <laughs> it's a lot, dude. Yeah. Um, um, especially, I mean, it's easy to be like, especially now. But uh, I think everything in that game does hit a little harder because everything sucks a little more than it yeah. used to. <laughs> So I I went through that in November thinking I was smart for not playing it in June. Right. Um, I learned the hard way. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it was like, 
extra hard, I think, because it's hard not to be nostalgic right now, at least yes. for me. Um, and it was like, oh, this is Seattle. Yeah. Uh, where my mom is, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Hope she's doing okay. Yeah. You know? Oh, there's her house. <laughs> yeah. There's my little brother's 3DS. Uh, uh, you can actually pass by, like, a section of town where I did used to live. So Wow. Um, That's so cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Dang. Well, um, well, thank you for diving into a lot yeah. of your history. That was really fun to share. I, I didn't have much of a clue about it besides some tidbits you've shared with me before. So that mm-hmm. was that was really fun. Um, before we dive into the main event, talking about Dragon Ball Z Budokai, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, and but yeah, that's all we're gonna do. So Tyler, I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt and I host a podcast called Video Games A Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games A Comedy Show anywhere podcast can be found. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Of course, here to discuss Dragon Ball Z Budokai with the great father Tyler Schnupp. Uh, Tyler, how are you? Uh, so good. Oh, I love to hear it. Welcome back from the break. It's good to have you again on the show. Um, and as I said, I uh, told you before the show, um, and the listener is probably very aware, uh, before we dive into um, your history with the game and when you played it, all that fun jazz, um, I want to share a little bit about the game in general, just to give the hit listener a bit, a bit of history and context. Um, and like I said as well, Tyler, uh, if you want to interrupt or share anything as well or take the reins, feel free. Otherwise, I'll just uh, go ahead and do it for us. Oh, please do. I'm, I, I I like listening to the uh, the the yeah great the descriptions of the games. Well, perfect. Well, well, here we go. Dragon Ball Z Budokai released as Dragon Ball Z uh, or Doragon Boruzeto in Japan is a fighting game released for the PlayStation 2 on November 2nd, 2002 in Europe and on December 3rd, 2002 in North America and for the Nintendo GameCube on October 28th, 2003 in North America and on these dates are so <laughs> unimportant, but on November 14th, 2003 in Europe. They're there helpful for me, by the way. Okay, uh, cool. Because you're, you're, I'm like, how how old was I during this yes. time? Um, so I guess for us, yeah, it would be if you did you play it on. I mean, we'll get into this, but GameCube or PS2? PS2, and PS2. Uh, I played it GameCube at friends' houses. Okay, okay, so a little bit of both. That's great. Um, so this was the first Budokai game of the series, um, but was also the first Dragon Ball Z game to be released in all Europe, uh, and aside from any specific releases in France, Spain, and Portugal like it was in the earlier games. I feel like that sentence didn't make sense um, <laughs> entirely. Uh, the game was it's released... It's almost there. 
Yeah, we were close. Um, the game was released uh, in Japan by Bandai on the PlayStation 2 on February 13th, 2003. And on the GameCube, again, more dates. Um, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to click a different... No, that's not going to work. We're going to leave. We're going to leave it at that. Sorry to just run you around the thing here. Um, here's what we do need to know. Um, this series is based off of the follow-up to the Dragon Ball series known as Dragon Ball Z, as uh, the listener probably could have guessed. It includes a total of 23 playable characters, and the story follows the first three chapters of the Dragon Ball Z timeline, starting with Goku and Piccolo's fight with Raditz in the Saiyan saga, up to Gohan's final battle, spoiler, with Cell in the Android saga. Um, So sick. So sick. I want to share a little bit uh, with you. I I watched Dragon Ball after Dragon Ball Z, um, but I was got really into DBZ because my best friend liked it. Okay. And um, I liked, you know, I liked Goku. I liked Piccolo, but my favorite character was Gohan. So oh, yeah. when he like became Super Saiyan 2 and beat Cell, I was like, yes, my guy. It was like my Cinderella story, really. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. It's it. I've I've wa- I've rewatched Dragon Ball Z like uh, twice. Okay. And I've seen Kai dbz kai uh which is uh where they edited all of the dragon ball z episodes down a little bit oh uh, so they cut out all the filler all like uh, the the waiting forever yeah the um, listener knows they can feel me like powering up my yeah. my beam big command man way of coming oh you um, know it uh but they yeah so they they edit out all the filler and then it's sort of two episodes in one um, That's awesome. And yeah, and I've recently watched that uh, where uh, Gohan uh, d- becomes Super Saiyan two. Yeah, so badass. Still so, so badass. Sick. I uh, this this character will come up again later in the show um, for something. Uh, but I was so happy about that, and then I was so bummed out when with the whole Saiyan man thing. Right. As a kid, it, I don't know how it holds up now. Maybe I'd watch it and be like, oh, Saiyan Man's cool. But as a kid, I was so disappointed because he becomes like weak. Uh, it bummed me out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the the point of that character is that he's supposed to be kind of stupid. Like yeah. there's uh, – th- that character is supposed to be dumb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Probably didn't know that as a kid. I was probably just right. like, what'd they do to my Gohan? <laughs> right. um, no, but, everybody clowns on him for doing that. Yes. Um, okay. In the show. This does make me want to watch it. And uh, would you recommend watching? I mean, it's been a long time. Should I rewatch like the original DBZ or should I watch the Kai version? You know what? I would go Kai. Um, Sorry, I'm coming in and out here. I can see. Um, uh, That's okay. I I think I got you back. Yes, I'm for sure. But when I do this. When I touch my ear, I I try and make that a sign of like, hey, I cut out for a second. But, oh, great. Um, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that. Thanks, dude. Um, okay. Yeah, I probably should have said that up top. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I would I would recommend the Kai one because I haven't – I know that they probably have gone through the Boo saga yes. with Kai. And I would be interested to see that um, because I would never watch the Boo saga again just as as is i've seen yeah. it twice it's like that's more than enough yeah okay good to know um but it's a good saga 
Yeah. That, so the, all that being said is this, this, that's what this takes place up through the cell saga. Um, mm. The features of this game included uh, were a story mode, a versus mode, a tournament stage, a practice mode, and an item shop, which allowed the player to purchase various customization abilities using money that was gained through the various stages and various challenges, excuse me, in the story mode and tournament victories to customize and make the most powerful warriors. Um, the story mode was divided up into special chapters initially having the player fight predominantly as Goku and Gohan through the Saiyan, Namek, and Android sagas before unlocking bonus chapters from different perspectives like Piccolo and Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Um, the The last thing I wanted to share was that the North American versions feature English voice acting from the North American Funimation dub, while the European versions feature the original Japanese voice acting and several European language text translations. Um, okay. As far as the just like the general history and context of the game, was there anything you wanted to share? Uh, this game's so badass, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, the, I uh, yeah, the I love the like I'm the more I deny being like an anime guy, the the more evidence there is to the contrary. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm not. I'm I'm I don't get like obsessed with. Like subs and dubs, I okay. like. I I like I like watching a dubbed thing because it's like I like to see. First off, I like to sort of understand without having to like, you know. I I don't want to sound like xenophobic or something. But, <laughs> um, uh, I like hearing like a voice actor do their thing. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. And, um, I think the Dragon Ball ones have always been really good, in my yeah. opinion. I really like – they're like – they've made so many Dragon Ball games now, and they've sort of kept at least most of those voice actors, and I think they're really good. I really like those voices, so. That's awesome. Um, But, yeah, I love the, the character models even in this are very cool to me. They are. Um, they look good. Even they do. As, like, in this game is from 2002. Like, they look really good on the PS2, at least yeah. from what I saw. It, they they really do and like that's almost my complaint with uh, with even the rest of like the Dragon Ball games like the ones that came after that is like well why why can't you do why can't you make them look like that they look really cool yeah because um, Budokai two looked like trash in comparison oh no it really didn't look good I never played Budokai three. But I played I played the Budokai Tenkaichi's after that. Oh, okay. I think are part of the same series. I would I would assume, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, we'll never know. We'll never know. Nah, can't <laughs> look it up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, the outfits are so sick too. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are like there are specific outfits in this. That don't come up in any of the other games, uh, any of the later ones either. Oh, really? Which is kind of a shame, yeah, because like Goku has that really cool Capsule Corp like yeah. like jacket, the brown uh-huh. jacket, and the jeans. Like so badass to have him go like you know Super Saiyan in that thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and then you got Vegeta in like a a black suit, like a black leather suit. Yes. This is t- this is so sick. And then it never happens in the other games. But yeah, uh, 
yeah, this one very special, very like it, it, uh, to me, I suppose. But like even like the fighting style, I will if I'm playing a fighting game on a PlayStation, I will instinctively do moves I remember in Budokai. That's so funny because yeah. I can definitely relate to that in other games. Um, and I know even hopping from like console to console, it's very common to think you're pressing the enter button, but you're pressing back depending on what you're using. But it is even more interesting when it's going from like game to game, you're inputting what are DBZ Budokai combos, but it's in, I don't know, Smash Bros or Tekken or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like Smash Bros, I will say that like it's very unique, I suppose, in the in the way you true. You very know. true smash around in that but if yeah if, if it is like a like a Tekken or like a street fighter or just it, it, anything similar to that I, I will instinctively do just like yeah old like a kamehameha you that's, know? So, that's so interesting um you know what i do want to know uh, up top is um is how you maybe discovered this game and, and and got it for the first time. And mm -hmm. and I would assume that's maybe tied in with liking the series before, but I'd like to hear from you. Sure. Yeah. No, I definitely liked the, the series before I watched, you know, I was watching it on Toonami nice. all the time. Um, yeah. Big fan of that. And then I had just, I had just moved. So I'm from out here. I'm from Long Beach originally. That's right. Um, lived there for a long time. Uh, Budokai came out when I was, yeah, 13, Dang. 12, 13. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I moved, um, from down here to the Bay area. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Where did you live in the Bay area? So I mostly lived in Antioch. Do you know where that is? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so funny. The last stop on the BART, or the yeah. first. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's um, incredible. Yeah, so I lived there for a while. Um, but I did, you know, uh, whole new, you know, everything new. And I was just at that age, it's sort of difficult, like leaving my whole, you know, family down here, which where they all are, yeah. being very, you know, sort of out of sorts. Um, um, but I remember I made... A couple friends um, who were who ended up I ended up playing you know most of my video games with nice uh, my friend Nathan my friend Philip shout out to those guys I Nathan talked to and Philip yeah haven't talked to them in years and years but um, definitely my friend Nathan was also into Dragon Ball okay. uh, but like knew way more about it than me you know yes. <laughs> like because he had an older brother who had like all the DVDs and stuff. Oh, lucky man. So are you the, is it, do you have any other siblings besides you and your younger brother? I have, yeah, I have two other brothers. Okay. Um, are you, where do you fall age wise? Like I'm the, the oldest. You're the oldest. Oh, you did. You know what, dude, you told me that earlier on the show. Did I? Sorry. I think you did. So I'm sorry for not internalizing that. No, no. It's um, unforgivable. Okay, okay. Schnup. Don't go easy on me. No, um, it's okay. We'll see. The, they won't know how I treat you when this is done. That's true. Um, please be nice. Um, I because I'm I'm the oldest sibling as well. I just have one younger sister. So okay. my best friend growing up had two older brothers. So they all I remember what it's like to 
to like be not I don't know if you were jealous, but just to like they I felt like they were so lucky to already have inherited all this like sports and video game and movie knowledge that I had to find on my own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just like going over and then like his brother was my friend Nathan's brother was like a full on adult, like a plumber at that time, you know? <laughs> Um, nice. sort of like, yeah, how I, I am to my 11 year old brother now, yeah. um, minus the plumber, but like, yeah, having, it was like, you get to watch all of this on DVD, like yeah. with all the cool like pictures, because you know, you'd see like, all, or the, they were VHSs even then. Yeah. It's like D- DVDs weren't even like that popular yet. Um, but he had, he had Dragon Ball, you know, he had, he had Budokai and I had convinced, um, you know, my parents to get it for like a birthday or nice. a Christmas, which is generally when I would get video game stuff. When is um, your birthday? September. Okay. Um, so, and then very close to like, you know, holiday stuff getting too. Getting there, so, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was getting a lot of stuff towards the end of the year. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, I can, you know, I finally got Budokai so I could play with, you know, with my boys. Of course. Um, and... This it was the first game where anybody had ever brought over a memory card. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like I was, you know, just getting used to playing. He's, you know, my friend, he's like, well, watch this, you know, puts <laughs> the memory card in. All the characters are unlocked and it's, oh, you know, it's like so sick. Oh, of course. Yeah. So cool. But yeah, so it was like very, <laughs> very much bonding at a very, you know, like, uh, yeah, it, it it came at like a uh, um, a new beginning, absolutely, uh, you know, a, a new chapter for my life, which would happen later too when I would uh, when I played uh, Budokai Tenkaichi too. Amazing. Which again, we have no idea if it's a part of the same series. We're we never gonna know. know. We'll never know. Um, that's uh, that's really fantastic. So as so, it, I think you were saying this, but I would like to clarify as you were getting into the game you were also getting into the series yeah so i so um it was i feel like m- most of it it was definitely past the cell saga when when it was being released in the states gotcha um or at least it was like finishing up because yeah at the very end of this game that there's i it's been out long enough that I don't care about a spoiler. Um, it ends with Goku just, well, he's dead. And there's just a picture of him going goodbye. And <laughs> it, that's how the story mode ends. That's absolutely incredible. Oh, um, and, I, and I think you are right about the timeline there because when I got into it was during the beginning of the cell saga. So I was like, who's this Frieza guy? Everyone's talking about mm-hmm. Frieza Shmiza. But then I found out. So, I just wanted to confirm that right. your timeline is correct. Good, good. Yeah, no, it's I, I le- yeah, all good. That's um, so. Uh, were you sorry? Go ahead. I, I was going to ask a question, but I'd love to hear. No, if please you're do. Say something. Okay, great. So I was going to ask. Um, so obviously, you know, Nathan or Philip, whoever brought over the memory card, you're you're wowed. You're just amazed. Um, was this a game? that you were just playing all the time after that? Were you playing by yourself and with friends? I'd love to hear, like, how it occupied your time. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was playing it. I was playing it a lot. So I would play it. I would play it by myself. I would get, I would, I, I, there was, I think at one point I knew every combo for every character almost. Dang. Minus, minus Hercule, uh, who is Hercule. Come on. Which is, yes. uh, Also, that was also the time where they were translate, you know, the dubbed versions were coming to the US at that point and they they were censoring weird things oh. <laughs> in DBZ. So Hercule in Japan was always Mr. Satan. So <laughs> um, Okay, I I, but, I see. Right. They uh, uh, whoever was transferring it over was like these Americans, they can't handle the word Satan. You don't know what it's going to do to them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um and so, uh, so I didn't I didn't like him. I did sort of I did like cuz there's one mode uh, you get to where it's uh like a an alternate reality or whatever oh. where like uh oh yes 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 where you uh where you play as Hercule and then you or Mr. Satan um and then you play through the cell games but you're supposed to survive that entire time cuz you're essentially the weakest character yes um and yeah you're supposed to you know it's a what if what if he won you know yes that's i i saw a little bit about this doing research for like this game and that's Seems like such a cool, interesting addition that I don't know if, at least from my knowledge, have I've seen a game give you the alt? I mean, I guess alternate endings are a possibility, or or more maybe common than I'm making them out to be. But especially, mm. I would say for a series that's already been like, I guess produced or written, like this is a game based off a property. It's almost as if they, you'd have like alternate Star Wars endings or something like that. Right. It's pretty cool, seemingly. Uh- I agree. Yeah. And they would do that in like in especially in like uh, like Budokai Tenkaichi 2. They would have like weird what ifs and stuff. It's always like, oh, sick. You know, like it's it's uh, it's fun. I I enjoy that touch. That's Um, fun. I don't I don't know if you would do this, but I feel like me and my friends about the stuff like Dragon Ball Z and mm -hmm. whatever that whatever properties we liked we would sort of do that or do our own it's almost like fan fiction in a way Mm -hmm. which is so entertaining it's it's great it's the Um, best do you have uh like do you remember having a character that was like your either the one you had the most fun playing or the one that you're like if i gotta throw down i'm going with trunks or whoever I, I, yeah, Trunks was definitely, that was the one you fought, you fought for when you were playing with everybody. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because everybody loved Trunks. He Trunks was, so, was so cool. He had his you gray the, hair. Yeah, it's like, you, and, and you sword. do like the long, like purple hair. So cool. This guy rules. He did. <laughs> um, this show is mostly going to be me just like, so tight, dude. <laughs> hey, that, that's how I feel like when I remember Dragon Ball Z. So it is totally fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely people, people we, you'd fight over trunks. I love Piccolo. He's a, he was always a good yeah. one. Um, I even, I was a, I was a big Krillin guy back in the day as well. Oh, no way. Um, he's a bit canceled now. He became a cop, but. Uh, oh, Krillin. <laughs> A, Dragon Ball Super, he a became a cop. Cab, but it's all Krillin's are bastards, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, thank you, thank you. 
I appreciate that. Um, there is a podcast um, that uh, a friend of mine, I haven't talked to them in a while, Katie Rosalion, uh, she does with a couple of people and they, they, they recap, you know, Dragon Ball episodes. Oh, really? And they had merch at one point that had Krillin as a cop that said ACAP. So does he – first off, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, does Can you break down how he becomes a cop? Is he like just enrolls in the police force in whatever town they live in? Yeah. Yeah. There's like a big break, you know, like because Dragon Ball Super like because uh, uh, GT – you're familiar with Dragon Ball GT. Yes, yes. That is not canon. Hasn't been canon for many years. Um, There's a big gap in between, you know, uh, the Boo Saga and Dragon Ball Super, which came out however many years ago. Not okay. that many. Um, But I think they made it like, well, this is how many years would have been. I could be wrong about that. Okay. Um, But it's like, well, everybody's just hanging out right now. And it's like Krillin's like, well. Yeah, gotta gotta get a job, you know. Like so, he just goes and yeah, signs up for the police force because nothing's oh. going on. Well, you know, I guess we all fall at some point, and that's that's curling falling. Right. Um, dang, what a bummer. Um, so so okay, so you like those? So those were sort of your most of your go tos for the most yeah. part. It's it's also hard. It's a huge game. I know with myself and and games like this, like. Smash Brothers and whatnot. I like to be a lot of characters, so I understand picking like one or two can be hard, but mm-hmm. that's awesome. Did you have um I do want to know about playing with your friends. Would you play I mean you said you play together. Was that mm-hmm. competitive? Um how'd that how'd like, that go? I feel like we were sweet boys. I don't oh, think we I love that. <laughs> we I don't think we ever got like insanely into it, you know, like 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 competitive wise. It was more of it was just sort of fun, I think. That's great. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think if I ever got into like a really heated battle with it. Probably with my like my brother. Yeah, <laughs> I think he would have been pissed because he he didn't know he wasn't good at fighting games then. Um, <laughs> he could probably beat me now, but I don't know. Uh, nice. But yeah, I got yeah. I'm and like I said, I was good. I I I learned like everyone's combos, so it's like yes. I even like would because you can mess with the um the capsules like they oh, give yeah. you different like moves and stuff. So. When I would use, you know, like Nathan's uh, memory card, it had his like brother's custom character. I was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> whoa, yes. Vegeta's sick. And like, you know, and then so you could do, you know, a bunch of different stuff with it. And, and that, was that was like fun. those capsules are not just moves, but are they like um, bonuses to like a, a stat boost or something? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you get That's like sensu beans and yeah. Um, wow. It was yeah, it was cool because it it got. I mean, you could you played against the computers. You can make them hard, you know. It would get mm-hmm. like difficult, but if yeah, if you knew what you're doing, it's kind of uh, yeah, it's very fun. And I know I keep bringing up Budokai Tenkaichi too, but <laughs> um, they had a similar thing, but it was like a more expansive universe, and okay. like it went through all through even GT, even though that's you know not necessarily canon, and okay. all the movies. Um. Uh, it, they had a yeah. A, a, we're not talking about that game. 
That's okay. I know he, he, you know, I feel like I'm getting pressured to change the subtitle of this episode. <laughs> um, uh, JK, um, no. I, I feel you've gotten to share some about like, um, something details about the game that you loved, but are there any, was there anything that like you loved to do most when playing this game? Or did you already get to talk about that with like the combo memorization and, and stuff or, or did you not get to share like the, maybe another th- the thing that sticks out to you about it? I, I mean, I enjoyed, I like the, I like the story to it. You know, it's yeah. like, it's always kind of fun to, to just have, you know, snippets of the entire series, you know, that's, that's what, like, I've been, I've, I've been playing Kakarot for, oh, I was curious, very yeah, cool, f- for the PS4, which is almost like a perfect Dragon Ball game, it's oh. almost there, what would you say it's missing, it's just, they haven't done the controls, like, the fighting controls, like, perfect, it, they did it, in my opinion, they did it best in Dragon Ball uh, Budokai Tenkaichi 2. But oh, I did it again! I did it again! <laughs> um, if the fighting was like that, if the yeah. controls were that, it would be a, it would be the best Dragon Ball game ever. Dang. Um, but it is fun to just drive around in a car, <laughs> which you can do that. Um, of course, when I think about playing a Dragon Ball game, I think about driving around in a car, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's the best. But you've been so. Did you finish your story about uh, playing Kakarot, or were you going to make a comparison that I, I cut think you it off was from? Going to make a comparison because um, that that oh, tells just you a the lot story. of the series, right? What's that? That tells you a lot of the story from the series, correct? Yeah that that goes through all of Dragon Ball Z, so it also goes through uh, the Boo Saga. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, and they added some stuff DLC wise that is like for Dragon Ball Super. Um, and the DLC is not very good. Do not buy it. Uh, <laughs> I bought it and I was very sad. Oh, I've heard you did a hates off to you about this. Right. Yes. I was truly so upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I, I like, I like watching little recaps of the, you know, of the story and it's, and especially in that, in that animation, you're, you know, However, they made the 3D models. I think it's, you know, it was it was just fun to 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 watch. And then you got, you know, the different characters perspectives the later you played. Yeah. I don't know. There's a vibe to that game that I that is. uh, Yeah, that that I liked quite a bit. That's fantastic. Um, We've got to hear a lot about about the about 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 (laughs) what's going on over here. Uh, We've gotten to hear a lot about uh, what you love about the game itself. And we have heard a little bit about the context, but I would like to dive a little further into it because um, and it seems like there's sort of two ways you would play this. Um, what do you remember most about like when you said you had moved to Antioch yeah. when you were playing when you were playing this game? Um, did you spend most of your time? Was it rare for you to get to play with like Nathan and, and maybe Philip or was this or did you spend most of the time playing at home by yourself? I, I mean, certainly mostly by myself. Yeah. Um, it, that game definitely got me, uh, got me closer with those, those guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was very shy boy. Um, I was very, yeah, very, it was, it was like semi strict, you know, in my, at my place. 
and w- playing with those guys was sort of an escape uh, yeah. from you know like from my immediate situation, which was not always great, you know, and like moving to a new place, you know, I was like, it's hard on a child, you know, of any age. Well, no, that's not true. You can suck it up when you're 22 or something, but you're that 22 year olds out there. (laughs) I know. I know what you mean though. Yeah. So when Um, you would play with them, would they ever come over? Were you mostly doing that at uh, Nathan's house? Uh, They would come over. But my house was not necessarily the cool house. Sure. So yes. If it could be at Phillips, ooh, baby, we were in business. Ooh, what was so great about Phillips' home? Oh man, his his family. So he was, he was Filipino, and his his family would make so much food for us. Oh you know, my like, goodness! Just it, just piles of like delicious Filipino food. Oh, incredible. Um, I was so, I always got to ask about the snack situation and you covered it for me, buddy. Oh yeah. We were we were eating Filipino f- food like nobody's business. It was good. That's so um, nice. So that was yeah. like the big draw to his place? Yes. Yeah, and he had like just a bigger house than mm-hmm. the both of us. Um and you know, yeah, he just had, and he had like, he had all the, the Nintendo stuff. So that's where we would play oh, cool. on GameCube and like, yeah, my mom's place, like all I had was the Game Boy and, you know, PlayStation, all I had, like, uh, <laughs> I know what you mean though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but he had like all the newer Ninten- Nintendo stuff. So that was also a plus of being there. That's so cool. When, when you'd play at his place, if you remember, did, was it like a family room set up? Did he have it set up in his room? Was there a den? I got to know where this was set up. Oh, yeah. he had. It was generally in his room. It got moved to the den at one point, and then it was like, no, nah, it's got to go back in Philip's room. Yeah. Is, <laughs> can't happen like this. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just like. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've been very nostalgic about that lately. Even like, really, even, that's awesome. Even, yeah, even before I came on. So even though even before I knew I was going to be doing this, so that's cr- that's incredible. Do you have any um, any special memories about getting to play with these dudes? Maybe at Phillips or or elsewhere that that stick out to you, or just like a uh, or anything else you wanted to share about that? I mean. You know, it's just I that time was so silly, like just, you know, even like all the music coming out at that point, you know, just like very I I remember Philip's family members, you know, they would go to the Philippines and come back Mm -hmm. um, and they gave me a gift one time. They were like, oh, you listen to CDs because I always had like a Walkman um, There's but, our little musician. That's right. Um, <laughs> from a very young, I would carry around like a CD case, Incredible. like booklet, since I was in like you know fifth grade or something, um, fourth grade maybe. Um, uh, but they were like, "You like CDs? Here's this CD." And it was a rap rock compilation. And so it was like corn, Limp Biscuit, and like all that stuff. It was like, oh, sick. Thank you, guys. It's like, yeah. It was, and it was like, that's incredible. You know, yeah. So it was like not like, you know, officially licensed, of course. Yes. So it's like just this really, you know, off color cover to the CD, you yes. know. There's like five songs from each band. Just an, uh, um, it's almost, 
It's like your first mixtape that someone gave you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The ultimate mixtape. Corn. Plant biscuit. Uh, I think Where Eminem can you go was wrong? even there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just, yeah, that time was very silly. That's so. really fun. That's that's wonderful. Um, I feel like I've gotten to hear, you know, so much uh, really fascinating stuff from you about, you know, the game and also like the context of where you, of when you played it and what was special. Um, before we move on to some fun end of the show segments, is there anything you didn't get to share about, you know, your feelings about this game in that time? Sorry, I got. I saw you did the ear thing. I did it. I'm. I'm back now. Okay, cool. So I'll. I'll just. I'll ask the question again. Um, is there anything that you didn't get to share? You know about the game or or the memories of like the context of when you played this, um, or would you like to sort of wrap up your feelings before we move on to the end of the show? Uh, you know, this, I'm very nostalgic for this game because of, you know, because of the time, uh, it's, I think it's what got me into fighting games at all, you know? Cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about it. I love it. Well, thank you, dude. We've, we've got some fun stuff to do at the end of the show, but I really appreciate you, uh, sharing all about your love for Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Mm-hmm. Thank you for thank you for letting me do it. You're so welcome. Um, I will of course introduce the first of the famous post uh, show segments. That that is of course the fact me by your game segment. So I've got three fun facts to share with you, my guest, about this game that you may or may not be aware of. Um, this first fact is um, that. Uh, the remakes, the HD collection that eventually came out for the PS3 and Xbox 360, um, actually had their entire soundtracks uh, replaced. Did you know you knew about this? I did know this. Yeah, um, they the original guy who was making all the stuff got shit canned. Yes, <laughs> he, he got fired because he was ripping off actual songs. Yes, bingo. He basically yeah was plagiarizing. A, it wasn't just like one or two songs. It was a lot of stuff. I think he even did like a like like Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Right, and that was one of the examples in the video. This is oh, true. So silly. Just so, like I mean, you might. I mean, based on what we heard in the episode, my friend, you might be ecstatic to know that uh, the music that replaced all of these was from the Budokai Tenkachi series. So sick. So congratulations. You have your day in the sun. Yes. And I gotta say, that music ruled. Awesome. Well, I'm glad it wasn't like a you know like a crappy replacement. That it was that was that it was good. Yeah, yeah. Those those the, uh, uh, those songs are uh, uh, they get stuck in my head sometimes. Oh, if I nice. Think about them. Yeah, I love it. Um, the next fact I have for you are uh are that in this game, even though it only takes place through the Cell Saga. There are several post-cell tidbits included in it. Um, so, uh, uh, all right, I was getting, I was getting lost. Okay, so here are the the tidbits that are post-cell that are included. The first one we kind of touched talked about him earlier. The great Sayaman is a playable character in the game. He, of course, is um, at the beginning of the Boo Saga. Um, one of Vegeta's outfits is actually from a post-cell martial arts tournament called the 28th 
martial arts tournament. And also Tien has an outfit featured that he specifically fights Super Boo with and never before. Um, So a couple inclusions. I don't know if these were intentional or if they were just, I'm assuming when they were making the game, they just saw those costumes in material and put it in, but who knows? Um, And then lastly is that your boy Hercule, Mr. Satan displays Mm -hmm. a move where he gets Boo to play a fake Game Boy um, in the, in the, in the actual anime. Um, But it's, but he, it's just a move he can do in this game, but it didn't happen until after that. Right. Yeah. I remember that move. Yeah. That would have been in the, uh, what he does with Boo. Yeah. I never put that together, I suppose. Yeah. Um, So just some interesting little, you know, tidbits that were included in this game for one reason or another. I love it. Um, The last is that um, the HD collection, in addition to having the music change, also has a little bit of censorship. Um, So uh, this, of course, as we already said, was released for the PS3 and Xbox 360. um, And the moments uh, I've got uh, one of them. Uh, the the one that I wanted to highlight was there's a moment where Piccolo uses his special beam cannon in a story moment to shoot through uh, Rabbit's chest, and mm-hmm. it, it, he like blows a hole through his chest. In the original version, you can see like his it's red gory. insides. Yes, and then yeah. in the HD one, it's just this like black void. Yeah, I I remember that being like like looking like just yeah chunky meat. <laughs> Yeah, chunky meat is probably the best way to describe it uh, because it's exactly what it looks like. But they felt like censoring it, so there that is. Um, That is the end of the Fact Me By Your Game segment. We'll move on to the final one, the game recommendation segment. And um, as you and the listener may know, this is my one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I am treating Dragon Ball Z Budokai as your army hammer uh, in your life that you have a passionate... Um, you know, special time with, but then you're eventually going to move on to a new partner. And I'm always fascinated on who someone's new partner is going to be. Um, so the first one that I have for you is um, if you would like a more modern fighting game with fierce, powerful competitors based on another anime series, I will, of course, recommend to you Pokken Tournament on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, you know, I owned that briefly. And you hated it? No, I was <laughs> like, I. it was right when I got my Switch. Oh, um, nice. So I was going, I was going wild. I was buying just any video game I could find for cheap <laughs> yes. at like a GameStop. But I was also like, so like, I was also like trading them in to get other ones. Of course. Yes. And I was just like, a little too excited and I was like, well, I'll get that eventually. And I just gave it away. Wow. Um, but I have been thinking, I was like, I want to get that again. Oh, oh, ships passing in the night almost, but mm-hmm. who knows? Um, could be in the cards for you in the future. Um, the second recommendation that I have for you is that it's, you've only hammered it home for me more. I've got this recommendation specifically for my game boy loving buddy, Mr. Schnupp, if you want to play uh, a game that I actually got to play a little bit growing up um, on the Game Boy Advance, and that would be Dragon Ball Z, The Legacy of Goku. Do you know this game? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. 
I beat and, I beat that. Oh. Um I I didn't beat Wait, wait uh there's only one I didn't beat. Uh I beat the Boo one and the first Legacy of Goku. There okay, might be cool. a second one. Yeah, there is a there is a number there's two. There's of course a second one. <laughs> um but that's that's so cool. I'm I love that wow, we're two for two so far. I'm very interested to see if we might be th- three for three. Um, mm-hmm. The final recommendation for you, Mr. Schnupp, of course, uh, this is another game with a extremely an extremely powerful yellow-haired protagonist uh, that could just seemingly destroy anything, and that, of course, is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. So that's my silly one for you. That's good. I had the I had Eevee. Oh, nice! And traded that in. This is I'm so sad because I traded that in and the Pokeball controller. Oh, really? I was like really like I needed money really yes. bad. Yeah. And so I was I'm like, sorry. So it's, it's all right. But I was like, I wish I kept those things because like that Pokeball controller goes for like a hundred bucks now. Yeah. Dang. <sighs> Never sell your Nintendo stuff. It's just like lesson be learned. Mm-hmm. Gosh, well, um, well, that will conclude the game recommendations, the post show segments, and Mister Schnupp. That will unfortunately bring us to the end of the show. Um, so, of course, I'd love to do some plugs, have you plug whatever you want, and then I'll finish the show with my own. But I just wanted to thank you again for coming on. This is so much fun. Uh, it's been, like as we said, great to get to know you better over yeah. the last year. And um, this is where I'm going to cut it off, though. I feel like we've we've peaked, sure. my friend. Yeah. I don't want to see it get sour. Sure. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm glad I'm into you it. understand. Good. Um, of course, only joking. But it was really fun to have you here. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what would you like to share? Uh, what do you want the people to know about and what do you want to plug? Yeah. Um, you can follow me over. It's like schnup69 on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Yes, dude. Um, uh, you can, yeah, follow uh, my uh, podcast that I'm a part of, Reactivators. Um, Instagram and Twitter, you know, spelled this. It's Reactivator. Uh, yes. With a D. Um, it's very fun. Connor's been on. He was a great guest. He was so fun. And and again, thank you so much for, for being so supportive of us. It means a lot to us, especially myself. I'll speak for myself there. Yeah, but, Nick probably doesn't give a shit. Uh, no, we can be honest about that. And of course, it's a wonderful show. It's it's an easy thing to easy thing to support. So and congrats on uh, the great success so far. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And you know, we got we we're starting up Patreon stuff. For now, yes. it's like. Five dollars, just one payment of it, uh, no recurring awesome. payments, and we get an extra episode a week of us doing stuff on the stream. And our producer Brent Flyberg, who produces our Patreon stuff, and I have sort of an offshoot uh, podcast coming to the Patreon called Stario Chart. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! What? Yes, where we loosely tie in video games to astrology. Uh, <laughs> That's incredible! What yeah. a show! Uh, yeah, it was born from uh, just a bit on the uh, live stream. So, uh, but we're gonna try and make that a thing. It should be. It, it'll be very funny. So that's fantastic. Well, well, d- sweet. I'll definitely link to your uh, to the the shows, the sure. socials, the Insta- the Patreon, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, was that it? Did you get to share all the stuff you wanted to? I think so. I think I'm okay. Good. 
Wonderful. Well, I'll go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own. Um, the cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J, who is on Instagram. You should check uh, him out and support his work. He is at at Glenn with two N's dot J. A Y Glenn J. Um, we, of course, as I told you earlier, have a Patreon with a bunch of just a ton of incredible content. So I'd love for you to all check it out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. And again, we're pushing it hard, but if you're a big Zelda fan, folks, uh, check it out. Um, at our DJ toad tier, we are going to be doing a lot of fun stuff. Um, and so by the time you hear this, there's already going to be stuff out there. So feel free to check it out for free and let, find out if you want to join. Um, the show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You can also check out his show, video games, a comedy show, which also streams every Friday close to 6 PM at twitch.tv slash cons is cool. 69, which happens to be my Twitch channel. Um, and I, I, I stream a lot now. Um, especially if you're interested in following along as we uh, go through the Zelda games this year, uh, every Sunday, and Thursday, uh, I do a stream. So check out my socials to see what time. Um, and then I do a stream every week <clears throat> for this show. Um, and on Wednesday nights at roughly six 30, where I try to stream the game we discuss, if I can't get my hands on it, then I do a substitute, um, and maybe even talk to my guest. Um, so I'll be sure to invite you on that night. If you're, if you're free, Let me Mr. Schnapp. um, but that'll do it for this episode Call me by your game. We will see you on the next one. Oh, God.